This live stream is sponsored by Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. For the best hay all year long, get Larson Farms. From a single bale to a train load, Larson Farms has all the hay you need. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital Broadcasting from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Button, in the studio with me, co-host and top equestrian, Paulette Stout. Good to have you back. <laughs> Thank you. I missed your craziness last week. <laughs> going to start off with some news. Got a great show for you today. Um, Kevin Babington, who has actually been on the show quite a few times, uh, top jumper rider, Olympic equestrian, uh, had an accident and had to have surgery. I think it's about five and a half hours long uh, altogether at the New York University to stabilize bones in his neck. Mm. So uh, lots of prayers to, uh, to him. He actually fell at the Hampton Classic Horse Show and uh, that was on August 30th. Does he so, have spinal cord damage? Um, he has some damage, yeah. Apparently he's stable now, um, but he, he had to have a neck collar on, mm -hmm. and so they were trying to get away from the neck collar, and I guess this surgery is to prevent him from having to wear that forever. There is a GoFundMe set up for him, um, as well as a Facebook fundraising campaign, and they've raised, let's see, altogether $305,584. Wow. And he is 51 years old, and he's still competing at the high, high levels, so... You know, he has to be um, stay fit for that. And so, uh, obviously, our hopes and prayers and thoughts go out to him and his family uh, for a fast healing. Mm -hmm. And um, we certainly hope we'll get to see him back competing. And he always competes at hits here in the season. And I've actually had him on the show live with me, you know, like he's done wow. a whole show with me before. He's a great guy. And, um, and, he, and he's a fabulous rider. So, um, so we're really hoping that that all, uh, all works out. And, uh, yeah. and hopefully we can... We can see him back to uh, back to being fit and back to riding, but certainly uh, healthy again. Interesting fact: pigs, turkeys, monkeys, and ducks have all made their way into the skies, accompanying their human companions. Others have been denied access to flight, including Dexter the peacock and one woman squirrel. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. But Flirty, the mini service horse, <laughs> successfully joined her owner on American Airlines flight departing Chicago's O'Hare International Airport, there she is, last week, and caught the attention of some fellow travelers who were surprised to see hooves queuing up to check in uh, among the suitcase wheels and human beings. I think that's pretty cute. Flirty is, um, Flirty's adorable, got photo with the captain and the crew, and um, these faces are and that is, And that's something. real, you can't make this up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they recently made it okay for um, miniature horses as service animals to travel on planes with their owners and they should be able to because they but are... Who, sit, who sits where the butt end of that thing is? <laughs> <laughs> They're trained not to poop inside. <laughs> 
they would have to buy all three seats. I don't know how they would do it. Yeah, I suppose you would have to, wouldn't you? How do you know how there's no room between the, the knees and the, the next seat? You would have to buy all three because, of course, even if it doesn't poop, it could have gas. That would be interesting. Like, I don't mind horse poop and horse farts. Personally, I think that's so <laughs> good. But... <laughs> Not everybody would. I don't agree notice with it. it either myself. I've lived with it all my life, so. But if you were a non-horse person, <laughs> that might be bothersome. You were sitting downwind. You might have a spot of bother with that. <laughs> uh, we uh, obviously got through Dorian with no problems. Where we all packed up, we all spent a fortune. It was great for the economy. Um, everybody got water and food and boarded up and did the stuff. And we were very fortunate that we really got absolutely nothing yep. here, which was fantastic. Um, but unfortunately, there have been other areas who were hit very hard, um, both two-legged and four-legged, uh, mm -hmm. obviously, concerns um, there. And the mass evacuation of North Carolina's outer banks did not include um, the, the ponies, the famous wild ponies, the Corolla really? ponies. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so um, a lot of people were saying how they were really concerned. But this is actually, a, a, if you're joining us on Facebook, um, you can actually see this picture of the way that they stand, mm -hmm. you know, and they know how to huddle together and they know how to stand with their bums facing the, yeah. the, the wind, the wind mm -hmm. so that they can, they don't fall <laughs> down. And, and um, so apparently these ponies have survived quite a few storms and hurricanes in their lives. So um, we're going to talk later on, we're going to do a segment about um, hurricane preparedness because we do have a couple of other hurricanes out there developing mm -hmm. and we are not at the end of hurricane season yet. So and we were um, fortunate with this We one. were very fortunate and hopefully we will be again, but it's always good to be prepared. And really thank thankful to all the people that keep the vigilant, you yes. know, the hurricane hunters and the and the news reporters and the and the linemen. We got to see the linemen staging at an area it was hundreds of them, hundreds of them from all over, from as far as Ohio right. that came down here. And they are leaving their families and yeah they get paid well but I don't think they realize that when there's no electricity and there's no running water they don't have that either when they're right. working. So, you know, they really do spend a lot of time away from their, their families and they spend a lot of hard work, yeah, you is. know, to put things back together. So thank God that there's people out there to be able to do that. Yeah. So we're lucky that we didn't get it, but we may not be lucky the next time. It's true. And you know, when we saw Jim Cantori arrive on the scene, we knew it was serious. Yeah. You know, you see that guy and you're like, oh no. Yeah. We're getting I mean, hurricane. Yeah. So it was it was scary, but we um, we were definitely spared this time. But like you said, I think it's um, I think mm -hmm. it's really uh, important that we're ready mm -hmm. and prepared. So we we're going to talk about that. And this is like a dress rehearsal. It is a dress rehearsal. Fortunately, when it hit, um, the, when it actually came in, it was only about 105 miles an hour. Which mm -hmm. in England, I would you know we sleep through that kind of thing. <laughs> we don't we don't we don't call that anything. <laughs> it's just the weather. <laughs> It's just the weather, the same as usual, 105. I've been in Cornwall and stood out on the, like on the edge of the rock, you know, out there and stood in wind like yeah. 80 miles an hour probably. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, quite something. But anyway, prayers and thoughts out to those who did yeah. uh, take a hit and especially to the Bahamas, which the photos I saw and videos I saw was just, they were devastating. I can't even imagine. A bit of British news, you know, we have to have a bit of British news, don't we? <laughs> Traditionally, a show-jumping venue, Britain's iconic Hickstead, has added an eventing course. Cross-country, uh, extensive new all-weather facilities, because you need all-weather facilities in England. 
and uh, that's pretty uh, pretty nice pretty. facility. Yes, and we're exciting for the uh, for the eventers, uh, a five hundred five hundred thousand pound project, and I'm not talking about weight. <laughs> I'm talking about money. Five hundred thousand pounds to do that. Whatever that is, because I wouldn't know what that is. I don't know what the exchange rate is right now, but it's about seven hundred thousand dollars, probably. It's usually around that. But anyway, 60 cross-country type obstacles ranging from 80 centimeters in height to um, 1.10 meters, making it ideal for grassroots riders, young and novice horses, and those competing in uh, British eventing. So pretty cool stuff. And uh, I was pretty excited to see that. We're always happy mm -hmm. to see things like that happen in, uh, in, in England. And in our final piece of news, one of my favorite things growing up, actually, I should say, still, <laughs> is Dr. Seuss. Cat in the Hat, Green Eggs and Ham. You read all of them. I know, I love them. And the Lorax. And now guess what? The Horse Museum. Museum. Dr. Seuss's The Horse Museum. I'm ordering this book today. Uh, I can't wait to so see it. So it just went to print. Yeah, uh, well, it recently out for sale, yes, in the last couple of weeks, I guess. But it's, it's, I think it's so cool. Apparently Absolutely. it was in his work, in his sketches, left behind, you know, when when he passed, and um, and I love it. I'm I'm psyched about uh, about having a Dr. Seuss Horse Museum book. Wish it had been around when I was little. But anyway, um, yeah, we had jokes. It was when I was little. No, not the Horse Museum, wasn't. Well, it would have had to been. Out. I know, but he would have had to drawn it. Well, yeah, it was drawn, but they found it in all of yeah. this. Yeah, so they so found it, it so it was yeah. there, and it wasn't released. Yeah. So now it is. I think that's wow. really exciting, and uh, and I think it'll be fun to uh, to to get that book, mm -hmm. and uh, we ought to give it away on the show or something. Um, but I thought, how, how neat is that? I wonder what that it costs. It. I think it's like twelve dollars or thirteen dollars. Really? Yeah, it's just like his other books. But I just think it's neat that all, and it's even all sorts of different horses, even a cartoon horse. I wonder why he decided on a horse. Because they're cool. <laughs> why else? We've got a good show coming up for you. Actually, in the next segment, Paulette's going to question me. Yes. I'm going to be interviewed. You're going to be interviewed. i got to tell all my Everything deep, about dark secrets. Luisa. Luisa. <laughs> <laughs> going to have that for you coming up. We've also got Emily Holmes from the Florida Horse Park on the show. And we're going to talk to Yvonne Bartow from Horses Without Humans. And she's going to give us her feature rescue horse of the week. And um, we have lots more for you. So, uh, and uh, talking about horse farms forever as well. So, uh, lots on the show this week. And uh, that's the end of our news segment. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, get out there and get that Dr. Seuss book. I should be on commission, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show, and we'll be back. Trust the Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida. Trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, serving Ocala, Florida since 1981. Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at Peterson Smith. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us.
Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the all-in difference. Whether in the arena or on the trails, Ovation helmets are designed to keep you cool and comfortable. Choose from styles like the Sync, the Deluxe, the Protégé, the Eclipse, the Quantum, and more. Styles with removable liners and reinforced ventilation panels for hot Florida summers. For the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today, check out Ovation Helmets at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for your perfect new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. Tack Shack of Ocala! It's hot out there, so come on in and chill out at Tack Shack of Ocala. For every $50 you spend, earn $10 in Tack Shack store bucks. Beat the heat in the Horse Lovers Candy Store from now until August 17th and earn $10 for every $50 you spend. So come see us at your favorite dog-friendly tack store, Tack Shack of Ocala, where the champions shop. The good stuff that you're after. Attention, North Central Florida. Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, I have Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith. And we're going to talk about another topic that's actually been in the news a little bit lately, and there's been a bit more awareness because War of Will, trained by Ocala's Mark Cassie, uh, he won the Preakness and afterwards had a uh, noticeable, what at least appeared to be a lameness from, uh, from the rear. A lot of people were concerned and thought that he might be hurt, but actually his diagnosis was string halt. So that brought up the question about what does that mean? Well, apparently, according to my research, good old William Shakespeare came up with, uh, with that word. So that's an old word. Uh, uh, but very interesting. And what is string halt? And I'm going to let uh, Dr. Lynch, the expert, <laughs> tell us. Uh, so uh, string halt is, uh, falls in this group of mechanical lamenesses. Uh, nobody really knows what causes it. Um, there's suspected neurologic problems for it. Uh, horses uh, uh, suffer uh, cuts on the back legs across the tendons, the extensor tendons can be prone to it. It's maybe a mechanical inhibition of the tendons to work or glide properly. But what string halt is, is it's a, a classic is, is a, when the horse lifts its hind leg, the upward motion is fast, and then the downward motion is normal. Uh, meaning that you can see it in various degrees from very, uh, very noticeable, and we'll look at that in a second, to Marcassi's horse who you could see something was different in that one leg, but you can see that the horse lifted his leg quite fast. It does, it's not painful, it's a mechanical 
uh, their leg doesn't work like it did before. Uh, and it's a kind of a group of lamenesses, and technically it is a lameness, but a lot of them are quite um, uh, innocent, meaning that they are still usable horses. They can still race, obviously, <laughs> and race well. <laughs> obviously. And, uh, they can, uh, and a lot of times the, when they go fast, that gait goes away. So let's see that gray yes. horse. Yeah, let's see the uh, this video. Is a video. You're joining us on Facebook, you can see from this. Somebody from England, Dr. Sue Dyson. Hmm. Uh, she has a lameness book. And this gray horse you can see in the right hind leg, and now he's jogging. You see how the horse is picking his legs up, both legs, mm -hmm. real fast towards his belly and then down. So the upward motion is uh, fast up towards his belly and then down. He almost looks like he's dancing. Yeah, he almost looks like he's dancing. <laughs> like he's doing some special move. <laughs> Here's a horse that's doing something different. This horse is now, instead of having the fast motion up towards his belly, uh, you can see in that right hind leg, the fast motion is down towards the ground, down. But when he trots, it's a little less noticeable. This is a horse with fibrotic myopathy. This is a different type of lameness or mechanical interference. And the horse now has a an injury or a scar in the back or the hamstrings of the horse, uh, which causes this downward. See how it's down, yes. it's fast, down. Yes. Wow. So it's just the opposite of string halt. Again, nobody knows how horses get this. Uh, everybody thinks it's an injury or a tear of the muscle and then the muscle uh, heals and shorter or becomes calcified. But a lot of these horses, if they trot, uh, the lameness will go away. And when they gallop and race, um, they're completely normal. But no discomfort nope. from it. No, no, they don't feel any sort nope. of pain. I imagine it's weird. Uh, yes. Some of them, uh, especially the young horse, uh, will get it training or when they break from the gate. And then, so then they rest those horses and lots of times that gate will go away. So string halt is usually something seen in a little bit of older horses. Nobody knows, explains it why. There's a uh, neurological form in Australia that they, uh, it's actually from a certain weed. Yes, it's a toxicity, yeah. right, from mm -hmm. a weed. Yeah, and once you pull them off that weed, uh, this thing will go away. So I don't know if that uh, uh, leads to some insight on why horses get it here. Some people uh, think that maybe it's from uh, giving them shots in the rear end when they're little foals or yearlings. I don't know. Nobody can prove any of those types of things. But a lot of them are not painful. They're just a mechanically look odd. And everybody would tell you that your horses looks weird. But a lot of them are quite good athletes um, and can race. And, and it's a matter of, um, it's, it's not a, uh, it doesn't get worse. Uh, some of the habit, it usually stays the same. Like that gray horse had it in both legs. Uh, sometimes you gotta be careful when you pick up their legs and trim their feet or pick out their feet because they wanna uh, bop you in the, up, in the yes. head. Uh, so it's, it's kind of one of those mechanical lamenesses. There's another one you should throw in there called shivers. Uh, it's usually in a, in a large breed horse, uh, draft horses or the warm blood breeds. It's a horse that will pick up his leg and literally shiver. Uh, so it's more along the neurologic uh, type. Uh, it's not really painful. Uh, they only do it when you pick their feet up, which becomes hard to trim their hind feet uh, or clean their feet. Uh, but as athletes, they're fine. Uh, and it usually goes along with age in that horse. And it's usually the large breed, uh, you know, the draft horses and the draft cross and the warm bloods. Uh, it's not a very common problem. None of these are really common. But they look odd when you yes. see a horse that well, has I had them. never seen uh, a horse actually, uh, you know, next to me like I did after the Preakness doing that. I, I'd seen it on, you know, like on a video, right. but never actually. So it can't be very common because I've been around a lot of horses. Do you run into an issue of a horse um, not passing 
um, a vet check with sure. something like that and maybe not being able to compete in a race or an event because a veterinarian says no? Well, I think it's hard. I mean, of course, in the racing jurisdictions, I think they know what those gates are and or they trot the horse and then they obviously work the horse and make sure it can do and pass and has cleared the race, right? Standard breads included as well, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the other ones might become more difficult if uh, people uh, don't know exactly what's going on or the horse looks uh, worse, but it's not really lame. It's a gait abnormality. It's mechanical in nature. So it can be pre-purchase is where it becomes a real problem for some people don't want that, right? Which is understandable. Uh, even though the horse is really good at their job, they just have this uh, oddity, right? Mm -hmm. uh, rarely do they get worse. Uh, shivers might get worse to a point where, you know, you really have to be careful trimming them and, and have to take special care of those horses. Uh, so it kind of can be all over the map as far as how people interpret that. Uh, I remember there was a really nice racehorse that had a uh, string halt in one leg and going to the racetrack, he looked terrible, but he beat everybody there. <laughs> day in and day out so it's all dependent on how you know bad it is and um some people think the the, the walking horses have it more morgans the gated type horses seem to have that's what people believe i'm not sure uh, that they get those types of injuries or those gates uh really there's something that sets them off mm -hmm. um, i mean i just saw a horse who had myopathy way back in january they rested it and now i saw it today and it's gone young horse it makes sense they were training it breaking it from the gate maybe got sore fatigued strained something uh pulled something in the hamstrings and i've ultrasounded it i don't see any scar tissue and it looks fine and it got cleared to go back to training today so i think it's very interesting because um especially when you mentioned the, the i read about the when i was doing my research on it i read about the australian version and mm -hmm. the toxicity and i thought how interesting that would be to research sure. that back and see if any of the other cases of string halt here in America, if you could trace the toxicity. You know, I mean, there are, you do hear of these, uh, you catch on the news sometimes that certain um, feed companies, you know, have a have a problem with their feed or something, you know, and there's, there's some toxicity there. And it makes you wonder, you know, is there something that's going into the feed, maybe it's from spraying on a crops or something that causes that in certain horses that maybe have a reaction, sure. you know, like people. Some people don't react to some things and then other people get an upset stomach if they, you know, mm. if they have certain things. So it almost makes you wonder, it'd be kind of interesting to, to track all of those back and see, you know, right. what, what starts well, I think it? it proves that there's probably some neurologic component to it, mm -hmm. with some nerve involvement of some sort. Uh, what or why, uh, what causes that, I'm not really sure. It could be inflammation, mm -hmm. just, you know, um, just being sore. It could trigger it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it makes sense, I mean, that, because you can obviously induce it with this weed. Right. Uh, whereas in the United States, we don't have that weed here. So maybe there's something similar to it, I'm right. not sure. But you see it in all sorts of horses and breeds um, that do all sorts of different things. Uh, it's not like it's really common in one particular breed or things like that. Versus the warm blood, the big horse, shivers, right. that's right. probably related to them. You might see it occasionally in a thoroughbred and, and a quarter horse, but not very often. So again, it's not it's a painful interesting. thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of, everybody on the trail will tell you your horse is weird, but <laughs> they're completely fine. You know, you turn them out in a paddock and they run around like there's nothing wrong with them. So again, it's something you have to watch and, you know, and it becomes a problem when you pre-purchase the horse. But other than that, I mean, a lot of those horses are quite usable, quite good athletes. They just look a little funny when they walk. Yes. And, and some, apparently, their leg can come up so high it can even hit them in the stomach, yep. Yep. Hit which them is... 
Yep, Very like that extreme. gray horse there, he's, he's dancing he was, pretty well. He was dancing pretty, yeah. he was pretty close to his yeah. stomach. Very interesting, uh, uh, Dr. Lynch. And any, any concern about arthritis or anything later on with uh, it? I, well, I, I think if it just you know, goes along with what you do and how, uh, what you do and how hard it is. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, age and use and things like that all you know, right, come together. That, you only have right. so many steps, right, in, right. Your, in your life. So it's, it's kind of one of those things. And I'm not sure if this really contributes to it. And the thing that's really interesting is some of the best athletes, they tend to get this or I've seen it in them and that becomes a real big problem. Although the horse can do its intended purpose really well. And then, but when you walk out of the ring, everybody looks at that and they think, oh. Oh, the horse is lame. Yes. Oh, the horse is lame or something's <laughs> wrong with that horse. Like Mark's horse. Right, the press right. went crazy. Yep. And I was standing with, um, with Lee McCathan when he came back from the track after he won. And um, she said, oh, it's nothing to worry about, string hop. He's probably been like that. They knew <laughs> yes, it, right? They, of course. He went out for his graze and everybody yeah. saw it. And okay, he's been like that. And for Mark him. said it's never bothered him. No. He's never been uncomfortable. And obviously he won the Preakness <laughs> with it. So yeah, it, didn't, it didn't affect him. That's a, pretty good, that's a pretty good sign that, you know, you can be a good athlete. Absolutely. Very, very interesting. Uh, string halt with Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith. Lots of information and uh, definitely an interesting topic to do some research on. Uh, I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses. We're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. Trust the Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida, trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, serving Ocala, Florida since 1981. Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at Peterson Smith. New Horizon Insurance Solutions provides first-class customer service and ethical solutions based on over 30 years of knowledge and experience in the risk management and self-funded community. New Horizon Insurance Solutions guides clients to the best, most proven companies and individuals that assure you reach your desired goals. Services include equine and bloodstock, farm and ranch insurance, consulting and workers' compensation. Contact Nigel at nigelwarbank at gmail.com for more. Attention, North Central Florida. Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. 
Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I have a guest in the studio with me today. I'm Sarah Fennessy from Horse Farms Forever. Sarah, it's lovely to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's always good to see you. Tell us a little bit about Horse Farms Forever, how it got started, yeah. the founders. It's a 501c3. Yes. Uh, farmland preservation here in the horse capital. Yep. Uh, tell us how it all got started. Horse Farms Forever was founded in 2018 uh, when the threat of the coastal connector was initially imposed here in Marion County and a group of like-minded individuals got together and formed Horse Farms Forever. Um, our goal and our mission is to preserve the character and culture that the horses, the horse industry, and the horse farms bring here to Marion County. So Horse Farms Forever, uh, we work with the county uh, the CEP, among others, to um, ensure that development and growth is well planned and well thought out. So um, our goal now is to just work alongside everybody and uh, make sure Marion County stays Marion County. The horse industry makes it so special. So, Talk a little bit about why it is so important. Uh, the industry obviously is almost $3 billion, which is uh, B billion, <laughs> enormous. Yes. yes, employs a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, when you when you first drive through Ocala, the first thing you see is the farms, and yeah. they're so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I know when I first came here, I had no idea it was the horse capital of the world. Yeah. I just said, oh my gosh, one day I have to live here. Mm -hmm. um, talk a little bit about why that's so important. So obviously, um, the equine industry, the economic impact here in Marion County is significant. And uh, we have arguably some of the beautiful, most beautiful farms in the country. It's extremely important to preserve those. Uh, it's important to preserve them as the county grows. And, um, you know, just the industry is, is vital. I mean, if you, if you hear of Ocala or Marion County, the first thing most people are gonna think is horse capital of the world. So we certainly wanna see it stay that way. So this started a couple of years ago. Yep. With the mission of preserving the farmland, but not anti-growth. Correct, yes. Uh, we are not anti-growth. We believe that development and growth should be well planned and well thought out, especially in the farmland preservation area. Uh, Marion County is growing at a rapid rate, we all know that. So as it grows, it's important that we work with the county and ensure that uh, growth happens in such a way that the equine industry and the farms are not impacted in a major negative way. And we're gonna actually put the, uh, the farmland preservation yes. map up uh, if you're watching on Facebook, you'll be able to see it. If you're on the radio, you'll be able to tune in later so you can see it. Um, talk a little bit about, sure. about the farmland preservation area. So the farmland preservation area, as you can see here, this is in the northwest side of Marion County. Uh, we have been told it makes up for approximately uh, one-fourth of the county, so that, that's huge. Um, some of you know the uh, oldest and most uh, beautiful farms are located in the farmland preservation area. Um, it is zoned for agricultural purposes, and um, the county helps ensure that uh, this area is protected. 
the area, um, like I said, I mean, you have thoroughbred farms, you have um, just some of the most incredible farms you can, you can think of there in the World Equestrian Center is right outside of the farmland preservation area as well. We have Live Oak International and Live Oak Stud in there. Uh, Demeric Thoroughbreds, Bridalwood Farm, I mean, there are some really incredible farms in there. So it's really unique, very special, and important to protect and preserve that area. Now, the founders obviously had a, a plan, mm -hmm. uh, a reason to start this a couple of years ago. Um, what are some of the things that are being done uh, by Horse Farms Forever to help preserve this? So, Horse Farms Forever is working directly with the county and the county commissioners to ensure that any, again, development or growth that happens um, is well planned and well thought out. Uh, we're, you know, wanting to make sure nothing can be done to, that would negatively impact this area. So. Uh, our purpose is to be watchful of government in actions pertaining to the farmland preservation area. So um, we are always, you know, keeping our ears open and our eyes open and working with the county on different ways that we can really brand this area and uh, make it, you know, noteworthy. Talk about how the, the seven-year comp plan and how the county commissioners and that plays into kind of what you're doing. Sure. So um, the, the comp plan, when that came out, um, there was a lot of confusion um, as to what it meant, what uh, the simple changing of a word could do to it. So um, it was very important for us to work in support of and with the county to ensure that the language in that uh, was best fitting to protect the farmland preservation area. Um, and, and there's no such thing as a perfect comp plan, we all know that. Um, however, we were very pleased with, with where how it ended and uh, we do feel that uh, the farmland preservation area is in good hands there with our county and the commissioner. So. Now with the wording, um, I know there have been some wording changes mm -hmm. um, in that comp plan. Does that give us a seat at the table when talking about roads coming through the farms and that sort of thing? Yes, absolutely. And, and again, there's a lot of confusion out there. We truly do, though, believe the way that the comp plan um, has been finalized and where it is now. Uh, we definitely have a seat at the table. And again, that's why it's so important for us to be working with the county um, you know, regarding decisions um, pertaining to the farmland preservation area there. So, we're, we're happy to work with our county commissioners and uh, definitely, you know, look forward to continuing to protect and preserve that area. And don't you think we're so fortunate to be in an area that is growing so fast, yes. uh, so much development, building, you know, economic development, a lot of new jobs and, and big businesses oh, coming absolutely. here. But at the same time, our government, our county government seems to be very concerned about preserving those farms. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think that uh, as Ocala grows, the industry is going to grow. Uh, the World Equestrian Center is going to be absolutely phenomenal uh, for our economy. I'm wearing my... Um, you are, I see that. Uh, today. <laughs> we are very uh, honored to have the World Equestrian Center as one of our founders, so we're really excited. Uh, that obviously, as we all know, is a major uh, growth plan that, that is happening. So we're just really excited to see what that does for the industry and I think it's an absolutely uh, great thing for Ocala. So I do too. Yep. Uh, tell us your, uh, your website. We're going to put that up sure. on the screen yep. um, for, for our listeners and watchers to see yes. uh, who might you know, like to 
find out more about you? Absolutely. So you can visit our website at www.horsefarmsforever.com. There's a lot of really cool information on there. Our farmland preservation area map that was shown there that um, does list some of our members on there. It's a really great educational tool for people. A lot of people don't even know what the farmland preservation area is, where it is, so check it out. You can also see a list of our members on there, um, as well as any news or uh, things happening around Marion County and the equine industry with, with our members. So Yeah, I notice you have events and things on there as yes. well, horse events, yep. and, and kind of keep people in the know about what's going on. Absolutely. That's yep. good. Yep. Anything that you'd like to add to that that you want um, our listeners to know about what you're doing? Absolutely. So. I always like to tell people, Horse Farms Forever to me, and I know what it means to our members, uh, my family's livelihood has always depended on the equine industry. I mean, I'm a fifth generation horse person. I know so many of your listeners right now are, so many of our members are. So uh, it is, it's truly my passion, my board's passion, and our, our company's mission to um, you know, protect and preserve that because it's our livelihood and it's our it's our way of life so horse farms forever is really important to me it's really important to us and we look forward to uh, continuing to make friends and uh, you know uh, educate people about what it is we do so wonderful yeah Sarah is going to be back with us in just a few minutes we have another segment coming up with her we're going to chat a little bit about some of the confusion that has gone on in the county from some different groups uh, and people about the Coastal Connector, and I gotta ask her about those signs. When are they coming down? <laughs> we'll be back in just a few minutes. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Attention, North Central Florida. Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. Tech Shack of Ocala. 
It's hot out there, so come on in and chill out at Tax Shack of Ocala. For every $50 you spend, earn $10 in Tax Shack store bucks. Beat the heat in the Horse Lovers Candy Store from now until August 17th and earn $10 for every $50 you spend. So come see us at your favorite dog-friendly tax store, Tax Shack of Ocala, where the champions shop. The good stuff that you're after, Tax Shack of Ocala, the Horse Lovers Candy Store. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with me with Sarah Fennessy from Horse Farms Forever. And we've been chatting a little bit about their mission and vision and what their goals are for the future. Um, take us kind of over into the the confusion. The coastal connector was coming, everybody was terrified it was going to go through the northwest part of town, everybody was so concerned their farms were going to be ruined, we were going to ruin Ocala, all the signs went up, um, what do they say? I should know, I've seen them so many times. Um, pave several. it, pave it, don't save it, Something. save it, don't pave it, yeah. that way around. <laughs> um, they haven't come down, there's still some groups out there um, kind of some scare tactics, mm -hmm. um, people sure. thinking the road is still coming. Uh, I know our local realtors have said to me, you know, obviously they, they always want to disclose, <laughs> you know, what's what's going to happen, but we don't think we should be scaring people sure. when it's not coming. Right. Um, thoughts on that confusion and sort of how that can be resolved? Sure. So um, there is a lot of confusion out there, and uh, I've heard there are some other uh, groups and of course everybody's entitled to an opinion different information going around so it's really important for us um, our mission and our vision is very clear um, again all of this can be found on our website and it's extremely important um, as a farmland preservation group and a group looking to help educate the community as to the importance of the equine industry um, preserve that it's important that everybody um, work together, stand side by side, and have a joint message. So that's why it's really important for us to work with folks like the CEP and the FTBOA uh, to ensure that we work in support of and do what we can to help educate our elected leaders on ways um, that we can ensure that you know growth happens in a smart way. So um, the confusion with the Coastal Connector um, again, there's obviously lots of groups, lots of opinions out there. Um, you know, we're, we keep a very close eye out on everything. We like to work directly with the county and with the commissioners to get facts. Um, you know, we will only discuss facts and, and work with them directly. So, um, you know, that's that's been really wonderful to work with with them and uh, and get the real the real source. Yeah, I know that there's been some social media that's been uh, uh, shared quite a lot across all of the different um, horse uh, disciplines and breeds and I have noticed that people have been sharing some things that aren't accurate and I know there's some scare tactics there um, you know into extremists you mentioned like pitchforks and things you know <laughs> um, like we want to keep it balanced and keep it to the facts correct and make sure that we're on the same page as correct the leadership so we know what's really happening sure and there are so many people out there um, big entities the county the CEP the FTBOA horse farms forever we all of course truly care about protecting and preserving uh, you know the character and culture 
that the horses bring here to Marion County. So um, we're certainly, we're all doing everything we can to, to keep it that way. So wonderful. And we're now hands. Uh, talk about how we can help. Like how do you become a, a yep. member or mm -hmm. a partner with Horse Farms Forever? You can visit our website again at www.horsefarmsforever.com. And under our membership tab there, we do have information on how you can join. We have individual members and we also have uh, corporate memberships. We have a lot of new corporate members, um, some of which include the Joy FM, Brook Ledge, Tax Shack. So um, a lot of great folks uh, getting on board here with our, our mission. So um, feel free to contact us, send us an email if anybody has any questions of how you can join, uh, what a corporate membership entails versus a individual membership. And uh, we just really love to have a really special community that works together. So our corporate members really like to all work together and, uh, you know, share in the passion. So, yeah. You must have your work cut out for you getting the word out. How are you getting the word out? So it's extremely important to just be um, at as many events and go as many places as you can go. Um, and like, you are, because I see you yes, at all of them. <laughs> that, and as you said, there's not a lot of people that you've talked to that say they haven't heard from me. So I'm really staying in touch, and luckily I uh, do have some roots here and uh, am very familiar with the industry, so that certainly is helpful. Um, and it's key to really take the time to sit and uh, educate people about what we do. So uh, I like to go and meet uh, business owners. I like to go meet the farm owners and really sit down and talk to them about what it is we do clear up any confusion, answer any questions. So um, just, you know, getting out there, uh, working with the county, working with you guys, you know, it's been really great. So we have been uh, very well received and we really appreciate all the support. That's wonderful. I saw the tax shack in Brookledge. I didn't see the joy. That's different. Yeah, that That's was wonderful. Yeah. yeah, very wonderful. I met, um, she is just the, the most uh, wonderful woman. Her name is Paula and I uh, met her at a, one of the Marion County tourism uh, convention Bureau meetings and uh, one of the people I met who just is extremely passionate about the horse industry and uh, wants to see it stick around so we were extremely excited when they joined definitely you know very cool and unique so that's phenomenal yeah that's wonderful yeah fantastic we got a lot of uh, exciting things going on here in the we horse sure capital do. of the world we sure do we're certainly glad that horse farms forever is uh, is here protecting all that is so important yes uh, to us and we're going to put that website up for you one more time mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and you can reach out to Sarah and get more information yes and, absolutely uh, share that with your friends like them on Facebook and follow yep. uh, all the events and news and everything that they have going on and yep. uh, just to keep our farm safe that's right and to keep doing what you're doing Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Louisa. Sarah Fennessy from Horse Farms Forever joining us here on the Horse Talk Show, talking about what matters the most to us uh, here in the horse capital of the world. We'll be back in just a few minutes. I'm Louisa Button for the Horse Talk Show. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses. We're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us.
this is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. This live stream is sponsored by Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. For the best hay all year long, get Larson Farms. From a single bale to a train load, Larson Farms has all the hay you need. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of old right. Yes. <laughs> Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, I have my co-host <laughs> and top equestrian, Paulette Stout, who can't keep a straight face at all today for some reason. And in the studio with us from the Florida Horse Park, special guest, Emily Holmes. Nice to have you with us. Thanks. Thanks for the invite. You're the event coordinator at the Horse Park. I am, yeah. Pretty exciting job to have. It's, yep. No day is the same. No, you probably go non-stop. <laughs> I do, yeah. Day and night. Seven days a week, yeah. We, um, fortunately this week, seem to have escaped Dorian, which was uh, Luckily, a miracle. Yeah. Seems to have, and prayers and thoughts only out to those who had a hard mm -hmm. hit, um, especially in the Bahamas, and I know some of the East Coast yeah. has, has had a um, bit of a rough time uh, with the weather, so prayers and thoughts out to all. We're going to talk a little bit later, Paulette and I are going to talk about um, actually hurricane preparedness for horse mm -hmm. owners because I think that's really important. Oh yeah. One of the things that really is cool about the horse park is the way they just open the doors up. Yeah, absolutely. We open them up for everybody. We had probably about 500 phone calls last week. We posted it early. We saw the hurricane was coming. Um, we wanted everybody time to get ready to load up to transport, to find transport because a lot of people didn't have any. Um, we still have horses there right now. So we ended up filling a couple hundred stalls. 
Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I know um, yeah. OBS did that as well. OBS. Sales. Yep. Uh, a number of other places that offered mm -hmm. um, yeah. facilities. Yeah. Yeah. Tampa, I think, did too. Tampa yeah, opened. Did. Yeah. The fairgrounds. Yeah. They did. Mm -hmm. um, which was wonderful because it gave people, um, you know, an opportunity, yeah. time to get somewhere safe if yeah, they were in a coastal absolutely. in a coastal area. I just can't even imagine what places like the Bahamas must be like after that. Yeah, people I, and animals. It's just um, it's just incredible. Uh, the size of that hurricane, the way that it sat right there. You yeah. know? So it's great that you had um, those options. You had an evacuation yep. uh, plan there for people and somewhere that they could go. Uh, talk a little bit, first of all, about your background and, and what you do there, your role, and then we'll get to some of the events coming up. Okay, sure. Um, I've always been interested in doing events and stuff like that. Um, I started at the Horse Park as a volunteer. Um, during the pop shows and then I kind of got hired on as extra help and then it just kind of rolled from there. Um, I do I do contracts, hiring of officials, all the licensing paperwork, um, I handle sponsorship, um, whatever PR we have which isn't a whole lot right now but um, marketing stuff like that it's a little bit of everything. Um, I drag arenas, I set jumps, I and you, and you grass out of the arenas. You produce your own shows like the Western Dressage, right? Yep, Western mm -hmm. Dressage. So the horse park runs our own shows as well. Um, mm -hmm. We run the six horse trials a year that are USCF recognized. One's an international in April. And then we have five Western Dressage shows that we run as well. So, and that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger every show. It's really awesome to see. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. So talk about some of the events coming up, and I know that there's a big one. Yeah, the uh, regionals. 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 Yeah. Um, we, um, talk about some of the events. We'll actually put these up on the screen. If you're joining us on Facebook, you'll actually be able to see them, um, and, and we'll pop them up one at a time. Um, yeah. But um, start with the one, com what's coming up next? Um, well, we had our huge Western Dressage Series championships this weekend, but when we saw the hurricane coming, I called. USCF had their offices closed this week because they were moving this past weekend, so I had about three hours to decide whether or not we were going to go forward or whether or not we were going to cancel, and so I chose to cancel. Um, but we're going to reschedule that one, and, and that will be good. Um, we did get the bid for the USDF Region 3 Dressage Regionals, which is on the screen. Um, that was so exciting. It's been a dream of ours for years and years, and with the New Martin Collins arenas, um, Finally, it was able to happen. Um, so we'll have extra stabling in the covered arena, and then all four arenas will be utilized um, to run six arenas. And that's, that's really exciting. That's huge. 2020. 2020. That's yeah. huge. It's, we got it over Wellington. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> huge. Yeah. Uh, I hope I qualify. <laughs> yeah. I hope you do too. Do you have time? Yeah. Um, lately, no. So but October 1st to the 4th, 2020? 2020. Yep, that was huge. We're so excited for now, that. Tell our listeners why it's such a big deal to get that. Um, it has to go through a bidding process. So, um, you know, Conyers, Georgia, Wellington, it's kind of been going back and forth between those two for a while. And obviously, those two are both huge showgrounds, and there's a lot to compete there between those two um, but it's a long if you're going to Wellington it's a long drive from you know the northern parts of region 3 and if you're going to Conyers it's a long drive from the southern parts of region 3 and so Ocala is a little bit more centrally located and um, Noreen O'Sullivan came to the park and looked at everything and said this would be perfect put in a bid and I believe it was a pretty hard-fought battle <laughs> from what I've heard so 
Um, yeah, we were really lucky to get that. that Who was wants to go awesome. to Wellington when they can come here? I know. Plus, it's more expensive down there in a lot of things. But but you also have to understand the people that don't understand the horses and the region. Yeah. USDF is United States Dressage Federation, yeah. and USEF is United States Equestrian Federation. Federation. Yeah. And this is a sanctioned regional show for our region. Mm -hmm. So our region is Florida. Well, what is the whole it's like region? Florida, Georgia. I might mix it up with the eventing one, but Florida, Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina, I believe um, that's it for dressage. Uh, eventing's a little bit different. Yeah. We've got tennis. So you qualify there. for each different level yeah. for two Grand Prix. Yeah. And when they the qualifiers get to go and show and, and it's a it's something that's always looked forward to is regionals. Yeah. And it's hard too for a lot of people <clears throat> to qualify and get to nationals. Um, you know, that's a bit of a pipe dream for a lot of people. Regionals is a lot easier attainable for amateurs, for kids, for, you know, professionals just starting out that don't have a ton of money. Um, so it's really exciting. And like I said, I hope I qualify. And then what's really nice is the people that can come and watch. Oh, yeah. yeah <clears throat> and this yeah, opens, yeah. this really opens the door for our area, the yeah. Florida Park, because Emily's worked extremely hard on her. I mean, she really does. She goes to nth degree to, to produce some yeah. of the unbelievable cross-country events and the dressage yeah, events. Really, and yeah. they work really, really hard at this. And to get something and quite like that. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So many people do expect at that event? Regionals, um, I think we're going to plan on 600 stalls. So, and then people shipping in, you know, probably around that number. It's going to be huge. Maybe around 800? Yeah. 800 entries. Probably really? something around yeah. that. Yeah. That fantastic. So that'll bring people from all over the country? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because there's horse owners, the riders, the trainers, mm -hmm. you know, the, you have Everybody. amateurs, yeah. open, yeah. youth. Yeah spectators it's it's really opened the doors for the horse park I it's, think it's gonna be huge mm -hmm. um, we did secretly just also book um, a recognized hunter-jumper show which will be our first one um, that's coming um, I'd have to double-check my so dates, like it's I, not secret okay, well, more, right? well <laughs> it's not on the calendar yet but it is coming and it's contracted and stuff but that'll be the first weekend of 2020 so bef between the dressage regionals and the recognized hunter-jumper stuff, I mean, the park's just exploding right now. We're so busy. Yeah, we're, see, yeah. And like we were well, talking I about think, with um, the World Equestrian Center and now the Horse yeah, Park, yeah. and I mean, all these it's venues gonna are going to get bigger huge. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jason Reynolds is yeah. a great leader, too. Isn't he? He's, He's done awesome. an absolutely yeah, fantastic job. He's so good at what he does. I mean, he needs a good team, I know. Yeah. You guys are awesome, but he's done, he's yeah, done. No, he he's is all about the park. Mm -hmm. He's I, phenomenal. I met with him yeah. recently and mm -hmm. talked to him, and he is all about the yeah, park. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. awesome. I give him a lot of credit, because he does a lot of stuff that I would have no interest in. Well, he knew to, he knew to get somebody young. <laughs> Seven <laughs> he has all that week. extra energy, yeah. you know, instead of us old ones that have been through the mill too much. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> that's exciting, though. Congratulations! Yeah, thanks. That's really yeah. wonderful. I think that'll be an, an awesome event. We we probably need to do some broadcast or something from there. Yeah, we'll start putting some stuff together too and get it out. Yeah. Now you you get a lot of volunteers for your. You have mm -hmm. to have volunteers to run your show. Yeah, so we, talk about um, the volunteers a little bit on people that yeah. want to get involved. Don't you know they're retired? Want to get involved with the yeah. horses? This oh, is a yeah. good place. Yeah, we um, <clears throat> we use volunteers all the time. Um, it can be anything from um, just checking people into the arena. It can be, um, I mean, jump judging, parking. There's just so many different things that they can Controlling do. Controlling the wild crowd. Yeah, that's, 
<laughs> yep. We got to wrap this segment up, and we're going to come back with Emily uh, Holmes from the Horse Park in just a few minutes and talk about some of the uh, other events that are coming up. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Attention, North Central Florida, Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. This is Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa in the studio with me. I have my co-host, Top Equestrian, Paulette Stout. And we've been chatting to Emily Holmes from the Horse Park. And we've been talking about some of the events coming up. And uh, we've got some exciting things happening. We were yeah. talking about the USDF uh, having that here in October mm -hmm. of 2020, which will be here in no time. Oh, yeah. that fast. Uh, especially with all the planning that you had to do yeah. uh, for that. For Makes sure. the months really just zoom by. Yeah, it's fast. For sure. Um, tell us what else we have coming up. Um, something in September as well. Yeah, we recently um, contracted with the Young Horse Shows, which is really awesome. They have their finals in Tryon International Equestrian Center, which is in North Carolina. Um, Love Tryon. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I've been trying to get this show here for a while, um, and it hasn't quite worked out between dates and um, you know contractual stuff. But this is really exciting. There are so many young horses in the Ocala area and the Florida area. Um, it's open to, it's um, mostly for dressage horses and jumpers, um, all ages. Um, we will see yearlings all the way up to seven-year-olds. There's prize money. Um, we're really excited about this one. It's, you know, there'll be a jump shoot in the covered arena and, you know, some of That's the really top September young horses. September 22nd? September 22nd, 2019. It's a Sunday. Prize money, 2500 bucks. Yep. Nice. Good prize money. Um, 
And some of the top young horses in the United States will be there. So I'm really excited That'll about that one. one. We'll yeah. be a big crowd for that, too. <clears throat> yep. Yep. And that's um, young, young Horse young Show. Young Horse Show. Yep. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, other events? Oh, we, um, we had a huge, um, the Florida Cutting Horse Association is contracted with the park for the first time this year. And wow. they were going to have a huge event this weekend. But unfortunately, due to the hurricane, we did have to cancel that one. Um, they will have a massive cutting in the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's going to be a big party week. There's going to be hundreds of top cutters in the United States there at the park. Um, other than that, I mean, September's booked, um, October's booked. We've got everything from the walking horse show, Tennessee Walkers, to uh, Battle of the Barns we have in October as well. Pony Club rallies. Love Pony Club. Pony Club's fun. They do mounted yeah. games too. We have the International Mounted Games <coughs> coming Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. So international Pony Clubbers will be coming and International Mounted Games competitors will be flying in to Ocala and we will have the International Mounted Games. I want to do that. I, I'm, I'm international. It I is. Qualify. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's really fun to watch the mounted yeah. games they have it's, a lot of fun oh yeah they're screaming and yelling and yeah you know what we used to do um Jim Connor lots of Jim well that's Connor really basically what it is and that's really and thing yep. I love there's Connor. people there's there's they're ladies good. doing it that are not mm -hmm. young and spry anymore and mm -hmm. I see them out competing with the kids and I give them so much credit because I would fall off they're leaning over and racing. Picking and things up. I fell yeah. off at a lot of gym cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't do that. No, I fell off when I was a kid a lot. When's your Western Dressage Series? Um, the championships was supposed to be this weekend, but we canceled it due to the hurricane. Um, we're rescheduling it. I think right now, so far, most of the competitors are wanting, like, um, the, there's a November 30th, December 1st weekend. We don't want to conflict with the WDA, the Florida championships. Right, right. Um, so we're really careful to stay away from that. Um, so, so far, we'll announce it for sure on Friday, but so far it looks like November 30th and December 1st. And we'll have some really cool prizes for that. And um, people seem really excited about it. And it was a shame to cancel it. But yeah. um, you did what? Five Western dressage shows? Yeah. And then this to qualify for this championship. To qualify for this. This Western is the first dressage time. dressage is getting huge. It's, yeah. it's yeah. just exploding. People mm -hmm. love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so much more um, having run regular dressage and then Western dressage. It's so much more low key. Mm -hmm. The people are cool. The mm -hmm. horses are quiet. Mm -hmm. The judges mm -hmm. are awesome to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it. It's and then and then we have uh, coming up too is the working equitation. Yep, the working equitation is coming. I'm I might be trying that this yep. year on mine. Yeah, so we'll that have, looks really fun. What, like four working equitation shows there. Four shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they're almost all of them are in the covered arena too. Yeah, that'll be really fun. I mm -hmm. I might have to try mm -hmm. my hand at when that. When do you have time to train your horse? Um, <laughs> during <Dark>. the show. <laughs> yeah. No. When she's going down do, instead I've of line. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my last dressage <laughs> test was a little scary, but I do. I ride usually right before dark, yeah. and then I clean stalls and feed and everything at night. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like my life. It's fun. Well, as things grow, they'll just have to hire on more people. We actually That's did, basically what we did just hire somebody, um, yeah. and she's helping take the load off of me. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's great because then I can concentrate on, you know, more sponsorship and marketing and stuff like that. You know, we'll do more email blasts. Um, and that's really good. She can really concentrate on, you know, the events and the contracts and stuff like that. And she's really good at it. Your website is at Pop Partners of the Park. 
flhorsepark.com is our website. Okay. Pop is um, the shows that we run that are the little schooling show series. We mm -hmm. do 10 a year. Um, they were started by three people mm -hmm. like 10 years ago. And they had like zero dollars. And basically, Pop kept the park going for a few years. There you go. And that, that's been amazing. Yeah, um, really has. They retired out of it. I still see them almost at every single Pop show. Um, but they, they get so busy with their own lives. And so the horse park took it over. And um, so the, so money the partners we get, of the park basically are the cross country three day event. Yeah, 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 yeah the Pop shows. And then yeah. the Florida park website would have it all on there. Yep, flhorsepark.com has um, the events calendar for all events and then under events there's also a section for the Ocala eventing series which we have six of those, Western Dressage, the pop shows, and then our young event horse is mm -hmm. on there too mm -hmm. I believe. Emily, yeah. any last thing you'd like to add? We want to uh, just say your website again for our listeners so they can yep. find all these events. It's flhorsepark. Dot com. Yep. Dot com. Yep. Um, we're going to put that up on the screen as well. Um, any last thing that you want to you want to add? I don't think just so. Come and I check mean, out the Florida Horse Park. Come and check it out. It's crazy busy. Um, almost every single event is free to spectators. We're always looking for people to be involved, volunteers. Um, you can email me. My email is events, E-V-E-N-T-S, at flhorsepark.com. You can call the horse park. Um, where there's somebody always there, so just stop in anytime. Mm -hmm. And yeah. there's a lot of great stuff uh, yep, going absolutely. on there all the time. And as you said, mostly always free to spectators. It's almost all yeah. free. We have high school you, rodeos. You and had everything. you had the the draft horses there. Remember that Grandview Grand Invitational. Invitational. Yep, so that's coming back first yeah, weekend of February. Yeah, February 2020. That's ticketed. You have to buy tickets that for that. That is ticketed. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's gonna be really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where I first saw the stagecoach. Yeah. That's and then fun. the stagecoach yeah. came to the parade. Mm -hmm. I love that. And then I drove the stagecoach. Is, is that how that works? <laughs> he said, come in. And it was that 175th Marion County birthday event. And he goes, oh, get up that. here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that on my face? Yeah. It was scary. I said, but there are innocent people in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get them killed. He said, you're fine. Here you go. And he hands me the yeah, page. Yeah, and I'm right. like, oh, my God. <laughs> I've never driven even like anything, let alone. Oh really? No. Well, fast cars. That's it for me. Yeah. I haven't driven anything. <laughs> any horses? Yeah, no. I was like, oh god. I was thinking. I wonder if those people have signed a liability. They're probably they really might well get trained. a little western. That's what I said. <laughs> they're really well trained. <laughs> they probably know what they're doing. I just think I'm doing it. Yeah. Really, they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. But the Grammy Invitational is a great event. That's kind of really fun. fun. Like yeah. Exciting stuff. We love them. having that one. Yeah, and then there'll be a parade downtown as well. Yeah. Which, you know, the stagecoach will be yeah. in that. And then the Budweiser yeah. Clydesdale, hopefully. So. Yeah. Got big yep. stuff coming in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Emily Holmes from the Florida Horse Park, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah, no, thank you a guys. Wealth of wonderful information and uh, a lot going on. It's very exciting Busy. to yep. have a. Uh, have a horse park and a wonderful team. And Thank as you. we go to, for those bigger events, we'll have yeah. you come back in and talk yeah, about we'll it. Yeah, we'll just go and then see as see what else grows down there and see if we can yeah. broadcast uh, yeah. some of these big events, especially yeah. the regionals. The regionals, God, the re yeah. that's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Regionals and then now the that's grand a sledgehammer. To do that's that's yeah. a sledgehammer in the horse world. Yeah, yeah. that's huge. That's Congratulations. Huge. Thanks. Good job. Thanks. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Emily Holmes from the Florida Horse Park, and uh, we've got more for you on the show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show.
Attention, North Central Florida, Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, I have my crazy co-host, top question, Paulette Stout. She is in fine, fine fettle today, <laughs> and she's going to interview me. So, yeah, take it away. Louisa, Paula, I know hardly anything about you. <laughs> I'm your co-host, and I don't know anything about you. You never stop talking long enough. No, I probably <laughs> don't, actually. But I only met you in the tax shack, and then one day you disappeared, and I thought it was because I was coming in when you weren't there, and in reality, you were gone three years before I noticed. Isn't that terrible? Yes, it is. But what I wanted to know was a little bit about your background, what your, what your horse involvement was. So I know you're not an American citizen. I'm not, I'm an alien. She's an alien. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the green screen. <laughs> the green screen, yeah. So um, I was born in England. I was born actually just outside um, Coventry in a place called Meriden. We uh, lived in a house that actually was, uh, is on the national Registry for Historic Buildings, over 600 years old. It's creepy as heck. Wow. Yeah, I loved it, but it was scary at night. Um, and uh, I had my own pony from, well, the first photograph of me, I'm really embarrassed to say, is black and white. But I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> it was technology in England. Um, but actually, I'm on my mom's horse, Alice, before I could walk. And I've got like a little white dress on. So I your mom was a, yes. was a yes, hardcore? Was yes, competing. Um, hunter jumper uh, and so when I was three I had my first pony Sultan and he was a very cool little dapple gray Welsh pony 
um, section B. He was a really, really cute little boy. So and you brought I, up hunting. Yes, I was. My mum used to drop me off at the pub in the morning when I was six. I think it was the first time I ever went like on my own. And she'd give me a little flask of brandy like this big and stick it inside my jacket pocket because there was no way in England in November you'd keep anything warm. So she'd stick a little, um, little uh, flask of brandy in here and send me off. And her and my dad would follow the hunt in the Land Rover. And I'm quite sure they were drinking brandy. <laughs> because <laughs> they were always having ever such a good time. And the fox was always smarter than us, fortunately, because I never wanted to catch a fox. It was all about the chase. Yeah. And it was nice because all the farmers in England opened up all the farms to us. And we didn't have, like, the Florida Greenway like we have here. You can just go and ride. Mm -hmm. If you could only ride on your land or at a horse show, you couldn't ride, just go and ride on people's farms. So, so they didn't they really have trails. all the farms. No, they opened up everything, all the gates. They put all the cattle and sheep away. And you could just go and ride for days. And my mom would drop me off at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning. It was freezing cold. And mm -hmm. her and my dad would get in the Land Rover. And my pony would just run after the hunt, like, all day. And he, you know, he was a little, probably, mm -hmm. I don't know, what was he, 12 hands maybe? He was mm -hmm. little. And, um, and he would just run all day behind all the big horses. Mm -hmm. And actually, I can remember when I, when I was a little bit older, I think I was about 10, I had a horse called Magic. And we lived at Flax Hill. And she was a nasty mare, bless her. <laughs> God, she was mean. And um, I can remember I was standing out in front of Flax Hill with my mom, and the hunt went by down the road, down the country road, because they'd go down all the country roads. And we had these two red brick, like, tall walls, like, outside the gate. Mm -hmm. And I was standing there with my mom on Magic, and I, the hunt went by, and as they went by, I saw Magic's ears go, you know? And he was leaving. <laughs> she was leaving. She left full gallop out on a hard road. And as we came out of the gate, there was this big red brick like entranceway, and she went over it. And my mom was like, oh, this wow. is not going to end well. <laughs> anyway, she caught up with the hunt, and I spent the whole day. I do remember the year that I took Melanie Sini, my friend, on one of our horses on the hunt. And my mom and dad thought they were following me, but apparently they weren't. And somehow Melanie and I got separated from the hunt and we were actually separated for hours mm. and it was november and it was so cold and i can remember i can still see the horse's feet on the icy ground like it's getting dark and, <laughs> and it got dark early then you know like it was like probably five o'clock it was dark and mm. i think they found us about nine o'clock at night wow and yeah it was pretty scary so i've had some i've had some exciting um some exciting times but i did hunter jumper um for years uh, and then I did some eventing, just low-level mm -hmm. eventing. I, I, I love dressage now, but But then not Western over boring. there. Oh, Western, no. Western. I never saw a Western saddle. Yeah, so they it's have very traditional. Now. Yeah, but no, I never saw a Western saddle till I moved here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did eventing, and uh, I didn't like the dressage then. It was too boring. I just wanted to go for a gallop. Everything had to be fast. I wanted to be out on the cross-country course. I didn't want to do the dressage, and it, that part was what kind of got me out of eventing, but I had several other horses, Damien, Simon, Misty, um, Flint, several Isn't it funny horses. how you can remember stuff in your childhood like that, remember, but you can't, can't remember anything no. else, but you can remember the horses. I can't remember anything, but I can remember horses' names. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I loved every one yeah. of them. They were awesome. And then I moved to America when I was 17 with my mom and dad, and I fell in love, head over heels in love with the love of my life, Tennessee Walker. I didn't even know what a Tennessee Walker was. I went out to have a look at him. He had his head over the, over the barn door, and there were like six horses. And so I, I always think you're going to say a man, but you're head over heels for the horse. And I still got him. <laughs> and that was, God, 25 years ago. Yeah. Mm. And he's still with me. 
and uh, bless him. And so you like the strong. so you like the gated horses the best. Well, you know, I didn't actually know what a gated horse was. I had been around thoroughbreds. I'd been around warm bloods. I'd been around Welsh ponies. I really had never been around. So gated horses wouldn't be in. in I'm sure they are. Uh, but it's just not, not, it's not, not traditional, it's not, not something you'd be brought up with. No, no, definitely not. And um, I went to see him, he had his head over the stall door, there were like six horses in the barn, and I walked up, and it was kind of like one of those things when you just fall in love. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I hope that's him. I didn't know which one he was. You know, it was back, it was back when you like read an ad in the newspaper and you couldn't send for a photo. Mm -hmm. Like now, it's like, mm -hmm. can you send me a photo? Mm -hmm. But I hadn't seen him, so when I looked in the barn, I'm like, I hope that's him. And I looked at his eyes and I was like, oh, those eyes, mm -mm, I hope that's him. And she goes, that's him. And I was like, I'll take him. Yeah. And it was dark and she's like, well, do you, do you want to ride him? And I said, well, yeah, okay, where can I ride him? And so she said, well, let me give you a leg up. So she gives me a leg up on this horse with a halter in the dark. And I've never ridden a gated horse in my life. And she gives me a leg up and I've got the halter and I'm like, okay, let's go. So we go out in the field and, you know, my thing and is... And gate around. Yeah. <laughs> my thing is, like, I'm going to jump something. Like, yeah. I don't know what they, these horses do. I knew nothing. It wasn't... Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't Google, what is a Tennessee walker? You know, yeah, it was, like, right. not like that 25 yeah. years ago. No. So... <laughs> we didn't have Google. No. So I went out there and hopped on him, and I went rode him around the field in the dark, and I jumped him over a couple of logs, and he jumped over the logs, and I was like, okay, I'll take him. Yeah. Is he going negative Coggins? I'll, I'll pick him up tomorrow. So I bought him. And the funniest thing is, like three weeks later, I saw the woman who was boarding him at the boarding facility. And um, she goes, have you still got Sonny? And I was like, well, yeah, of course I do. I only got him three weeks ago. She goes, I'm so sorry. And I said, so sorry. Yeah, and I said, why? She goes, well, I couldn't tell you because he didn't belong to me. He belonged to people who were boarding with me, but I couldn't tell you, you know, that he was a nutcase and that he nearly killed a couple of people and he's probably going to kill you. And But I couldn't tell you. And I'm like, oh, wow. Sonny? Are you kidding? No, he's lovely. He's perfect. He's wonderful. He's fast. He's really, he's still fast. At, you know, 34, he's still fast. But I said, no, he's fine. And she said, oh. Oh, okay. Well, they were selling him because they were terrified of him because he tried to kill there's a couple such of people. A, there's perfect matches. There, yes. is, there is a person for a horse and a horse for a person always. You exactly. just got to find them. Yeah. yeah. And so I thought, well, that's interesting. I thought, maybe I'll put a couple of other people on him. So I put a couple of other people on him, and he was all over the place. And I was like... Well, anyway, so he's a but nut see, job. You, but you were used to going fast, and you yeah. knew that, so no, you weren't intimidated yeah. by he his gait. I wasn't scared of him. No, of mm -hmm. course. So it's a perfect match. And we're still like two peas in a pod, yep. inseparable, and, uh, and yeah, he's the love of my life, and he's a, he's a big, goofy ham. And you know what they say? They say that horses reflect their owners' personalities after they've been with them for a really yes. long time. So and I believe that. He goes really fast. You can't slow him down. You won't <laughs> let anyone pass him. If he'd been a thoroughbred, he would have won the triple crown because <laughs> nobody would have ever got by him. He loves sweets and treats <laughs> and sugar and kisses. There are no strangers. He loves everybody. There you go. Perfect match. And reflects you. Yes. How wonderful. He's me. Like That's He's wonderful. me totally. So, yeah, so I've, I, sh I showed him a little bit. He actually was um, was a trail horse, not a show horse. But just for the heck of it, I took him in a, in a gated class, and he came third. Um, and I took him in a trail class, and um, I was number 75. And we had to gallop into the arena, jump off, um, 
grab a hold of a like a pole and pull it, jump back on, grab a raincoat off the top of a barrel, canter to the next barrel, put the raincoat down, go to the mailbox, <coughs> open the mailbox, take the mail out, put the flag up, close the mailbox. Then someone yeah. handed you a rope and you had to pull a log around behind him and then you had to rope um, some bulls, horns. you know, fake bulls horns. Yeah. I missed them totally. Um, take them across a bridge, jump off, load them up in the horse trailer, back them back out of the horse trailer, jump back on and gallop out. Yeah. I did it and I were like 300 people. It was an all day thing. People yeah. just kept yeah. going in and doing it. There were like 300 people. And at the end of the day, I'm sitting there with my mom and I hear first place, Louisa Barton, number 75 on Sundance. <laughs> I'm like, really? What? Am I number 75? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone. Yeah. It was really cool. So anyway, we've got to wrap this up, but we got a few more things to yep. cover. You want to talk a little bit about what I do now Yep. as my real job. So um, we're going to come back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. I'm Louisa Barton. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Trust the Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida. Trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, serving Ocala, Florida since 1981. Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at Peterson Smith. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. Hi. I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. Whether in the arena or on the trails, Ovation helmets are designed to keep you cool and comfortable. Choose from styles like the Sync, the Deluxe, the Protégé, the Eclipse, the Quantum and more. Styles with removable liners and reinforced ventilation panels for hot Florida summers. For the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today, check out Ovation helmets at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for your perfect new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. Tack Shack of Ocala! It's hot out there, so come on in and chill out at Tack Shack of Ocala. For every $50 you spend, earn $10 in Tack Shack store bucks. Beat the heat in the Horse Lovers Candy Store from now until August 17th and earn $10 for every $50 you spend. So come see us at your favorite dog-friendly tack store, Tack Shack of Ocala, where the champions shop. The good stuff that you're after. Jack Jack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy. 
Attention, North Central Florida. Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm Louisa Barton. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Paulette Stout, my co-host and top equestrian, is in the studio with me, and she's been interviewing me. We had a little chat about my childhood and moving to America and how on earth I ended up with the Tennessee Walker. And now she's got more for me, so so yes. it was. So now you had a love affair with only the Tennessee Walker. We didn't hear about the love affair of a man in your life, but anyway, but I can understand the probably horse better thing. if we don't even talk about that. <laughs> Let's so, stick with four-legged relationships. So we know we know we you have always had the love of horses, and it, it was brought up with your family and your mother, probably grandmother. I don't know. And yes, actually, way back. So it's a family tradition, and coming from Britain, of course. It's, you know, cross-country, it's English, it's more... Can I just tell you something funny before you ask me any more questions? It might, might make you laugh and probably tickle you a little bit. So my, there was a little bit of, you know, family, um, what do you call that? Like back and forth with me and my brother, you know? Uh -huh. And uh, I had the horses, you know, and I was always at horse So now we know you have a brother. Hunting. She's got a brother. I do have a brother, Simon, of course. Younger, older. Um, he's younger, like three years younger. So. So Simon and I had a little bit of, you know, jealousy back and forth, you know, one-upmanship and everything, because I thought I was the boy in the family, and he was the boy in the family. So love Simon dearly, he's wonderful, I adore my brother. But, but we had this little back and forth, you know, thing. And so my dad had a Jeep CJ7, and I had my eye on it for like when I had a car, you know, I was going to have the Jeep CJ7 because I loved it. You take the top off and, you know, it was, it was sporty, right? Mm -hmm. So... <coughs> Anyway, I didn't get that. I got this like ugly yellow Toyota thing. And when Simon got a car, Simon got the CJ7. And mm. I was like, I was like devastated. I was like, oh, I wanted that cheap CJ7 so bad. <laughs> so the, the, the connection here with the horses is mum said to me, well, dear, you always had the horses. Yes, there you go. So it cost oh, me a Jeep CJ7. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always had the horses. Now it's his turn. Can't have everything. Yeah, so it cost me the, Take your cost pick. Me the Jeep. But yeah, um, so I've always been in the horse world, always been involved in the horses. I, when I moved to America, I lived down south in Cape Coral. I did not like it down there. No offense, Cape Coral people, but uh, it wasn't my cup of tea. I liked the beach, but I didn't want to be at the beach all the time. I liked being outdoors in the country, wide open spaces. Mm -hmm. uh, on my way to North Carolina a couple of times on holiday, I went through Ocala. And I was like, oh, this is heaven. Yeah. To me, this is heaven. This looks like England, um, the farms. The I'm sure it does. It does. I mean, it was the closest thing to me f to be home and still be in Florida, still be not very far from my family and mm -hmm. friends. But I wanted to be up here, so I started a boarding business up here, and I just moved. And so I got you, so that's what you did next. Your next horse yeah. job was boarding horses. Yep. And I got full like overnight, and I had a waiting list from people, and I I had eight or ten full-time boarders in stalls plus some pasture boarders and uh, Megan was a baby at the time I wanted to be able to stay home with her for at least a year so so there was a man in your life there was yes that's how you have babies for land okay <laughs> <laughs> 
takes two, you know. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I, uh, I, I stayed. I got to stay home um, with her for a, for a year, and I had the boarding business. And then I, I always had Sunny and I trail rode, but I kind of got out of working with horses um, all the way up until I went to work at Tack Shack. Mm -hmm. I went to work at Tack Shack and. And you were really good there. Thank you. You were, you were my, one of my I favorites. Love, thank you. I love yeah. my customers. I yeah. took really good care of my customers. Yes, you did. People still tell me so you were missing. So you were a people person, and you knew how to sell the tack and, and, mm -hmm. and help people yes. with the, with the yes. kinds of equipment, which is yes. what brings you to the type of, of job that you do now, yes. which is very people-oriented. People oh, yeah. Hundreds of people. Yeah. All the, so, every week, hundreds of people. So you you worked for the Tack Shack for what seven years? Seven years. Yep. And I actually I made their radio commercials um, for them. I was the and voice that's how for that the jingle. Started. Yep. And then and I was at the radio station one day, and the guy that I was recording with said, "You really need to do a show." And I said, "About what?" And he's like, <laughs> "Horses." <laughs> I'm like, "Hmm." Let me think about that. So yeah, I yeah. did, and six months later, there we were, and that was six so years ago. So that was six years that you started the radio show. Yes. And, and then um, three years ago, the Chamber and Economic Partnership, which is the CEP, which is like the Chamber of Commerce and the Economic Development together. It's like putting the two things together. Um, most towns have a chamber, and most towns, bigger towns, have an economic development council or, or whatever. Which, which so, their whole part is to help people that are coming yes, in. Yes, bring business here, bring jobs here, um, you know, keep taxes down, um, make it a good place to live, you know, um, make it welcoming, help people get their businesses here. Like the CEP here brought Chewy.com here, the CEP brought FedEx, you know, they bring big businesses with incentives if you hire our people and pay a certain salary. So um, three years ago, they approached me and asked me if I would be the director of equine engagement initiative because our town has a big division between the horse world and the non-horse world. So, um, you know, like 50% of the people here don't really understand how important the equine industry is. The CEP commissioned a study in 2015 to see what the equine industry was worth and it turned out to be $2.6 billion with a B and uh, 20,000 jobs and a huge, enormous, um, big driver for the economy. And mm -hmm. so our um, boss at the CEP, Kevin Sheely, is from Louisville, Kentucky. I know I didn't say that right, Kevin. Louisville? I don't yeah. know how they say yeah, it, but Louisville. I didn't say it right. Yeah. yeah so um, he understood how important the equine industry was, and he felt like somebody needed to be directing that and bringing the two worlds together, the non-horse world and the and the horse world so mm -hmm. we have over 1600 business partners at the CEP and 80% of them aren't horse people and, and that's a that's kind of a membership it's a, it's a called partnership, a partnership. Yes. You, so it's a partnership because there's a return on investment you join and you get something out of it so you don't just pay and we so do what, what we do what are they what am, if I join what do I get out of well, you get to come to um, all the meet all the meetings that we have um, are all open. There's a there's a number. There's exceptional mornings that has 300 people at it. There's business after hours that has 400 people at it. That's the one I am So it's networking, yeah, type networking thing, meeting. Then there's an equine engagement meeting. Something I need meeting. to do <laughs> as we were talking. Yes. Uh, there's an equine engagement initiative meeting that I host on the third Thursday of the month. That'll be on the 19th of September at two o'clock and um, we also do equine 101s we take our CEP partners out to farms 
and let and those CEP horses. those CEP partners could be of a different venue that yes. isn't horse oriented yes. to yes. learn. Yes. They could be um, a car salesman yeah, that exactly. would be selling cars yeah. mm -hmm. to horse people, yeah. and they want to be able to understand. Yeah. Yes, they want to mm -hmm. be able to speak the language. So mm -hmm. we've taken them to the Marchador farm mm -hmm. to see the Mangalaga Marchador, the horse of Brazil. We've taken them to the Gypsy Vanna Farm, the number one mm -hmm. thing to do in Ocala-Mary in County, mm -hmm. County, and actually number 13 in all of Central Florida, including all the Disney parks. Um, mm -hmm. We've taken them out there, so they met Gypsy Vannas and mule mums and got selfies with them, and, all mm -hmm. and you know, we've mm -hmm. taken them to um, a number of different horse venues. We've taken them to Chester Webber's Barn. Right. Uh, and we had 85 people come to that, and they got to meet Chester and get the toll tour and meet his horses and his team, and, mm -hmm. and that's pretty big, because Chester Webber's the, obviously the top driver in the United States of America, so mm -hmm. um, that, that was pretty, pretty neat, uh, pretty incredible experience, and you know, we just want them to get as horsey as possible. Mm -hmm. We want them to understand how important the industry is. We want them to understand it, get involved in it, and not be intimidated by horses. So, so if I had, if I was a partner and I had something that I wanted to, um, some sort of business that I had that I wanted to be able to teach people about, would that be a meeting? Could I have a meeting at that? that oh I yeah, wanted? absolutely. So yes. I could become, I, I could have a meeting where you yeah, would invite absolutely. other horse people to see what I have to offer. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's important and actually coming up in October, October 10th um, from 4 to 8.30, we will be at Clayton Frederick's farm. Uh, he is our silver medalist, uh, Olympic silver medalist, and we are going to have a fabulous evening of dinner, drinks, dancing. Clayton has his own band uh, wow. in Australia. Actually, I think his band is in England, um, but he's bringing a guitarist in and he's going to sing. He is an amazing singer. He's like off the charts. And when and is he's this? So good. October 10th. Um, and, and he is going to turn his FEI stabling because he makes permanent um, temporary stabling. And he's going to make that into a, like a tent. And we're going to put all the tables underneath it and have him sing. He's going to ride. He's going to jump. He's going to train somebody. Now, is that a meeting? Is That's that a dinner. A event dinner. After. A dinner yeah, event. It's fifty-nine dollars a person, including dinner and drinks. Ninety-nine dollars for a couple. If a couple wants to and come. And that's for partners. Yeah, CEP partners. Once um, all the CEP partners have RSVP'd, I'll open it to to non-partners. But it'll be more. It might be like ten or fifteen dollars more for a non-partner. But I want to mm -hmm. put all the partners in um, first. But that should be. We should be able to have a hundred people at that. And that'll be amazing because you can see Clayton ride and you can get a selfie <laughs> with Ben a long time. And Ben a long time is his Olympic silver medal horse because oh, they're wow. at the farm. Cool. So yeah, the CEP, and um, we've actually got to wrap this segment up, but the CEP is the only chamber of commerce in the world that we know of that has a director of equine engagement. We don't know of any other organization or anything. That's like that. similar so. to having an ag center that has yes. a horse specialist, a swine specialist. Yes. You know. I'm not a swine specialist. But it's similar, only it's actually for people too, yes. just regular yeah. people, not just So the, you can find it uh, at ocalacep.com mm -hmm. and uh, you can find me at louisa at ocalacep.com if you have any questions but yeah we're we're pretty excited about it we think it's so pretty you, so they'll you still accept partners it's a oh, membership yeah. yes it's a partnership so starts at six hundred dollars a year um you pay six hundred dollars a year and you come to everything and if you come to business after hours and have a couple of drinks and an appetizer you've covered that so really? you, yeah so your return on investment's really good you get to network and meet people and we have 
Uh, so I'm just going to say this now. So certain of these me meetings are paid for. Yeah, exactly. You come and you just enjoy. And um, the only things we charge for additional things like the Clayton right. event, mm -hmm. obviously, because it's right. catered and right, things like right. that. But mm -hmm. um, and the breakfast, which is ten dollars. Otherwise, everything is 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 included. But yeah, it's it's a good return on investment. It's great networking. People love it. And we have partners from all over the country. We have partners from New York, Massachusetts. Um, just join because of the equine initiative because they don't have one where they so, are. So now you're developing a lot of programs and a lot of meetings and this is this is still evolving of, of your um, what you're involved exactly, with. Exactly, yes. And we're it's tearing growing. up all the sidewalks downtown and putting bronze plaques in for, the for famous horses mm -hmm. and we're doing red bricks for pasture ponies and mm -hmm. oh lots more stuff. But you got to check us out at calacep.com and we got to wrap this up. Thanks for interviewing me. Oh, it was great, Lou. I'm learning more, but I want to know more. I want more, more. More. So we need another interview. We'll, we'll do more. Yeah. Thanks, Paulette. Mm -hmm. uh, we got to uh, cut this and, uh, and uh, get back to business now. We've talked enough about me. That's I'm not Louisa. enough. Come on. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show, and we'll be right back. <laughs>